get ready for the greatest radio experience you've ever had. I'm talking about Nerd Alert with your host, Marty McGeek. Wait, we're not on the radio? Podcast? What's a podcast? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Marty McGeek, and I've got an exciting show for you. Uh, I've, I've been doing this podcast for about maybe six months now, and I've got to know a lot of people, and I've got to meet some real cool people. One of the people I've met is on today. He, he and Matt have their own show. This is Trey the Destroyer. Let me introduce him now. It's from Pop Fizz Click. They have a great podcast. You guys make sure to listen. Hey, how's it going, Trey the Destroyer? What's up, man? <laughs> hey, man, what's up? How you doing? Hey, man, it's just uh, just a McGeek with extra cheese, man. It's been one of those uh, days that's been crazy. You know, it took a while for me to, to, to get you on the phone. I'm just going to tell the listeners what happened is that I'm about to start this podcast, and my dryer has been on the fritz, okay? And so I'm out there putting these parts together, fixed it. Man, I got it fixed. The guy's trying to charge me two or $300. And let me tell you, the McGeeksters are cheapskate, so I fixed it for like, uh, I think, seven bucks. I got the part in the mail. So hey, I'm yeah, like, that's, that's, a, yeah. that's the way to do it, isn't it? What do you think, Trey? Yeah, yeah, that's, that sounds straight up my pop. Like, yeah, that, that, my dad would do that kind of thing. So like, hey, yo, so uh, they're going to cost me 220 to fix this. But I found the part online for $10, and uh, it's not that hard. I looked it up. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's exactly, exactly, man. <laughs> what it was was the thermal fuse, man, because I had what happened is that first the uh, heating element went out. I thought, man, that looks difficult. I looked it up on YouTube. Let me tell you guys, listeners out there, like Trey was saying, uh, look up the part, look up on the internet how to do it. You'll save yourself a lot of money. And, and I fixed that, but then the thermal fuse went out. It was like, okay, it's not going to cost me a lot of money. And I was like, seven bucks. Like I said, so for less than 10 bucks, and then the first time was 20 bucks, for all of $30, I got my dryer working like you know. So I'm like, hey, you know, gets my wife off my back. We got to dry some clothes now. Can't can't be uh, having your clothes smell like you know that you know that disgusting smell like when the towels haven't dried right and they have like, <laughs> like that, that mildewy smell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is my idea I had for uh, you know Larry David has Kirby enthusiasm. I always had this idea for sending him a skit about sour sour shirts because if you ever had to have that sour shirt, it's that sour smell. When it's been in the dryer and it didn't dry right and you had no other clothes, you had to go to school. You know, I don't know if I'm the only one middle school or high school. You know, hey, we were broke. And if it didn't work right, you had that sour shirt or that sour pants. And everywhere you went, it smelled like sour milk. And you're like, oh, man, I hope nobody smells this because <laughs> it smells <Yeah>. disgusting. <laughs> so like, like a rotten baby formula or something all day. And you're like, oh, my God. And I've got a real good sense of smell. So I'm like... This is just like, uh, you know, I, I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have my towels like that. I've been traumatized from that when I was in middle school. People looking at me like, is that your is that your um, Jordache jeans or whatever? I mean, back then, I don't know what we had on. I was probably wearing, <laughs> I'm like Michael Scott. I was wearing women's uh, jeans, whatever was cheap. And, uh, and those irregular socks and those irregular underwears that had holes in them that you get at Fiesta. Hey, whatever, man. It made it work. <laughs> anyway, I digress, my friend. I'm here talking about nonsense, man. Listen, uh, I listened to your podcast. It's you and Matt. You guys do a great job. And, uh, man, I was looking forward to having you on. We talked, 
uh, earlier in the week, I think, or, or late last week, and then you said, hey, man, we want to have you on the show. And I think you said, what, April 30th? I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll, we're going to plug you in. Um, I like your stuff, so thank you for, uh, I appreciate you listening to mine. Uh, I know it's not exactly the same as yours. I, I Just so everybody knows, our show's a little not safe for work, but um, we are <laughs> giant nerds. We do get a little cursy. Um, but... I'm a big dork, man. Um, I have a lot of love and passion for a lot of these nerd things, and uh, and you know the inception of our podcast. I just wanted told Matt, he's like, dude, I wish I had a place where I could just talk all the stupid, dumb, nerdy stuff that I like and dumb conversations, blah blah yeah. blah. And he was like, you want you want to start a podcast? There you and go. Like, there you go. And I was like, and I was like, are you for real? And then, like at first, it was kind of like that bait kind of thing, where it's like, okay, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my fishing rod out there and see if I get any nibbles. And yeah. you know, I kept reeling it back, and it's like, I don't know, man. I, I keep feeling it biting. And then before I knew it, I had a podcast and I got like ten episodes, and <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, man, um, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm super, um, super thankful. I'm glad that uh, there's some people that rock with us and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I feel like a it's been prosperous especially like just for the dumb nerdy content that we like so i mean oh um, yeah as long as people are still listening as long as they're still getting engagement that that that's kind of like what where i'm with it onto it I, I, like i and another thing i always try to push in our podcast is just being super genuine yeah. you know just being like hey man um you know you're talking about back in the old days like i remember when i went to high school like nerds was not the way you wanted to be Man, you, you know read I mean? my mind because I was just about to tell you that. Because when I was a kid, you were the nerd. You got the wedgies, and you know they made fun of your glasses. And I couldn't afford. I don't know if you know what pro wings are. I, you know, we didn't have. Yeah, it's not what those are. <laughs> my yeah, mom yeah, bought me them pro wings, and you know, and we got the we got the clothes like I said, the regular clothes from the, like the discount. Like there's a fiesta, and then there's like an outlet fiesta. I don't even know if it's still there where like all the irregular clothes was. And I remember getting like underwear and socks from there, and like my mama. I always make fun of my mom. My mom does not talk like this, but this is my accent for her. Um, it all looks the same, boy. And no one's going to see your underwear or socks. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the thing, you know. No one's going to see your socks, boy. I'm like, mom, but they're different colors. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, well, you, like, just, you yeah. get what you get, you know. And you don't throw a fit. That's what they say anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, like, like I said, like, uh, I, I, I kind of grew up in the kind of same uh, environment where, yeah, we didn't have a lot of money. I remember wearing Pumas when they were cheap. And, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> now Pumas yeah. are in, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like that's the way it was. I remember. Not, this is a story I tell on my podcast that I I remember one time when I was in high school, I had a a, a science partner when I was in physics, and I had like the nerdy trapper keeper, and I was hiding yes. comics. And I remember yeah. a girl come and saw me, and I was like, Oh God, now I got to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I was so <laughs> lost in my nerdum, and then yeah. like. It, like now it's so different now with the landscape because kids can be all like oh yeah i like marvel movies oh yeah i like oh, star yeah. wars oh yeah blah 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 and it's like a thing and like uh I, i'm glad they don't have to go through a lot of that you know in not even talking like sexuality wise but like just being closeted with like there are certain love oh, yeah. and stuff like that you know yeah you, you have to be a when, closet nerd you're right you have to be you couldn't really show it if you had the Trapper Keeper, first of all, the Trapper Keeper, I mean, that was awesome. I, mean, I think they're trying yeah, yeah, to make yeah. that come back, too. And, and it's like, that was the thing back in the day. But, you know, like like Huey Lewis, you know, it's hip to be square. It really is. I mean, now it's hip to be square. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. You know, we, back then, you know, you're right. The, the girls wouldn't talk to you. They weren't interested. 
occasionally you had that nerdy girl, but you didn't want that one. So it's like, okay, she's just a friend. Well, wait, it's weird now because like those nerdy girls look all hot now. Yeah, that's the ones <laughs> that you're into now. And here's yeah, the deal: they, they may not have looked great in middle school. Now they're gorgeous, and you're like, man, what? What was yeah. I thinking? Okay, that, but my I, claims that thing, you know? Yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Now, if my wife was saying I'm happily married, I'm just saying in an alternate universe, that might have been a way I had went. That's my escape here. I've got the little the multiverse. But let me ask you, you know, you talked about those tennis shoes. I'm going to tell you a couple of things. One, I remember not having enough for expensive shoes, and, and I went to this Nike outlet, and I found – I wear like a size 8, 8.5. I have a small foot, 8.5. Uh, don't read too much into that, okay? It doesn't mean anything. Anyway, so <laughs> I was gonna be like, I got me too. It's okay. We're anyway, yeah, but you know, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hefty man, so I gotta wear like a wider. But so I usually wear like eight and a half or nine. But it's probably more like an eight or something. But anyway, I found these. I always wanted Nikes because everybody had Nikes, and I found these. They were like a, a leopard print, light blue on the outside and white. And I think they were on a clearance at a Nike store, kind of near Northline area, somewhere around there, and. I think they were like normally $80, $90 shoes. And I think I want to say they were like 15 bucks or something. So I bought them. The only problem, man, Trey, those shoes were a size 11. And I took those to school <laughs> and I was walking down and it felt like I had canoes. And this one of my friends, I remember in, in high school, uh, the, the black guy, real cool guy named Steven. And Steven goes, man, what's up with them skadoodles? And I'm like, I never forgot that. So the skadoodles were those big old shoes I had on my feet. And they looked like canoes, and I man, I, but I was happy to man. They were falling off, man. I tried to run in gym, and they were coming off. But man, I, that's how desperately I wanted to fit in, and and I remember that. And here's the other thing I was gonna ask you: Do you remember the shoe called the Ruse? The Ruse? They had like little yeah, it's on like them. little pockets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know why. Maybe I had a pair of blue ones about those. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like. I don't know why. <laughs> It just popped in. I was like, okay, I got to ask because I'm not the only one that probably saw those. And I, we always wanted those to keep your little change in your in your shoes. So stupid. I don't know what we were thinking. But anyway, I digress. Um, right now, we just uh, finished up, and I've been talking about on the podcast, uh, how The Mandalorian made an appearance on the Book of Boba Fett. We had the return of uh, The Mandalorian. Then we had the return of uh, Baby Yoda Grogu. And then we just had the finale. Did you get, were you able to catch the finale? Yeah, man, I, I got opinions about this. <laughs> I'm, I, I was about to say, because I, I, I got a guest that always comes on, Johnny the Critical Critic, he's a good friend of mine. And we talked about it last night and we're just chatting on text. And he was like, what was that? It felt like Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of have, kind of have the same opinion. It feels like they were going in too many directions and somebody wasn't talking to somebody it was a, an amalgam of different ideas and it didn't really come out right i i, I didn't say I, I wouldn't say i hated the episode i think the ones the two preceding this were a lot better but i would say this was probably on a scale of one ten, maybe a six and it should have been like really an eight or a nine um i just did not care for the flow of it what was your major beef with it well okay well that, that's maybe the one thing i'll disagree with you when i think I, I think it's a good solid seven eight um, and no reason, the only reason I say that is because like they they gave you all these fan servicey things that I wanted, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, I made a giant rant last week when uh, <laughs> um, the the thing that bothered me last week was when at the very end of the episode, uh, Luke comes out, which I don't like. Uh, to me, and this is like, this is going another tangent, but like I never really liked Luke when I was I, I grew up with the original trilogy right 
Yeah. And like, I just never wasn't attached to him. Like, I, I just always like Yoda. I like Obi. I like all the masters. Uh-huh. And yeah. so, like, I never really cared for Luke. And then, and I honestly, and this is gonna be super controversial. I really didn't really care for Luke until the Last Jedi. Because like, oh, to me, no. it's like, oh, we might, I was like, we might have, we might have to end this podcast. I, we have technical difficulties. <laughs> that is but controversial, like, like, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. The, the, the reason for it is like, I have a niece and nephews, right? Yeah. And they like the sequel trilogy, like to them, like that was their gateway into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And now they like the old ones, which is the original trilogy. Yeah. And they respect the, the 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 prequel trilogy. Like they're like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like so above any criticism onto it. And I'm sure one day they're gonna be like, Oh, I have these thoughts on it. And because <laughs> of them, when I saw it, I saw these w- w- with young guys, you know, like in, in interpreting Star Wars again. And me not being a Luke fan, whatever, and I didn't really take Luke as a master until I saw Last Jedi. And I was all like, dang, dude, this is crazy. It kind of just changed my perspective. Like, he's taking the, the same role that Obi-Wan and Yoda took. Right. And I was like, that, that's kind of cool. They're growing with it. And then, you know, flash forward to episode, what, six of Book uh, of Fett. And I'm like, yeah. yo, dog, you're giving Grogu the same whack choices they gave you? You're going yeah, to yeah. over his man to be a Jedi? Like, yeah. I, I, I get the whole samurai and the whole, you know... You gotta give away your physical attachments, but it's like, dog, even like, you know, regular lit- liturgy and like, you know, biblical es- essences, they tell you to get cuffed up with someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So no, I, I was, agree with you. <laughs> and so I was like really disappointed that that was the thing that it ended. So going into this episode, this new one, and, and, and this totally, it's so weird. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I never thought that I would care more for the Mandalorian Din Jaren than I ever did Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're exactly right, man. Like, like uh, what I was wanting from this show, and this is talking about, and just so everybody knows, like I own a Boba Fett jacket. <laughs> oh like, no, Boba Fett. Hold on, there's like, a limit to nerddom, man. I don't know about that, man. That's just a. I think you've exceeded the limit, man. <laughs> like you've gone too far. <laughs> you've gone too far, bro. <laughs> like I've always loved Boba Fett. Like to me, it's like he. To me, before even the show, I was like, man, and Boba Fett's like just gangster. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, like he's just so hard. Yeah. And like, and so when they started when on the outset of this show, on the outset, I was like, oh snap! Okay, at the end of Mando season two. Oh, he's going for the throne. He's going... He, like, I was like, dude, Book of Bubba Fett's gonna be, like, Bubba Fett Scarface. Like, that's yeah. what I want. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. This season was not that. And... It's like he was, uh, like, a monk. Yeah, he was almost like a monk, you know? Like, if you're watching the old show Kung Fu with, uh, with, uh, with the, is it David yes. Kerrigan? Or, and, yeah, and, yeah, or, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, he's going through and... and He's trying. Is it David Carradine or Keith Carradine? I get those mixed up. No, no, up. no, no, no. It's David Carradine. Yeah, yeah. yeah David. Okay, Keith is his brother that came out on what, like, Lisa McGuire or something like that, right? I, I don't know. It's yeah. one of those, one of those guys. <laughs> yes. I get those confused. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, not that I watched Lisa McGuire, but I did anyway. So, um, yeah, it, it's one of those things where 
you, you wonder about it. You're like, is he, why is it like a, he's a good guy? What's going on with this? He was a ruthless bounty hunter. Okay, you know, he, he trying to reform himself. You know, he gets found by the, uh, by the sand people and all that. And it's like, okay, I, I could see some kind of redemption story, but I think they went over the top. He's not a holy monk warrior. I, I don't get that. I don't know why they went that direction. Um, I guess they wanted to have a redemption story or whatever like that. But to me, to be honest with you, uh, why can't he be more ruthless like you're saying? Because Fennec Shan, as you saw, is ruthless still. She's like, we should stay in a spice trade. We should keep doing this stuff. She had no problem with that. So I don't know, man. I don't know why he's so goody two shoes all of a sudden. Like, well, that so it, it's so telling, especially in 2022, right? Yeah. The mo the 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 most interesting thing about Book of Bubba Fett is you know Din Jaren. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't dislike. I mean, I'm always gonna love something for Star Wars, but I feel like because I love it so much, I, I'm able to critique it, and like I, I, they had some good stuff in the in the season. It was okay, right? But. I wanted something dark and gritty, more yes. so kind of like you know Rogue One ish kind of way. Oh, you know yeah. where like I love yeah, Rogue like One. Some, yes. Yeah. So like I wanted I wanted something like that. I wanted you know Bubba Fett on there. Like and I, I don't get me wrong. I thought it was really cool season two in the Mandalorian where they show Bubba Fett because I feel like they had to hand they had to have that handshake right. They yeah. had to have that like old school Mandalorian meet new like that like you had to do that and and then like super fan service showing Luke showing up just like vader did at the end of rogue one i mean like it was super cool right i mean it, yes. and it was fine and like to me the good bits of this season uh well and i say this season like they even i don't think it's even at this time they even said they're gonna do another one but um the good bits are, are everything about the mando like yeah. literally and like like to me that i like it i like it because of that and, that, and that's why that's why i'll give it a higher grade but as far as a uh, as a bubba fed show it was okay. Yeah, like I'm not gonna say it was terrible, but it wasn't like, uh, like, like if you were telling me like, hey, so why should I like Bubba Fett? Like, give me a reason. What, what should I read about Bubba Fett or like whatnot? I, I, my my go to is like, go read the comics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get to like, get a lot of that backstory with that. You know, uh, those comic books from back in the day, especially, are, are just so underrated. People don't know how good they are. And you're right. The you tune in to watch it, and you're and you're the best episodes are the ones with Mandalorian and Grogu. So you're like, it's the same thing again. It's like having a season three of uh, the Mandalorian because you're getting Baby Yoda again, and this 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 little uh, this relationship they have, father son type relationship, and that's more compelling and more intriguing because they really kind of have botched it a bit with this. It's not terrible, like you're saying. But it could have been so much better, and I just think they should have been where maybe he's trying to run things legit or whatever, how he's you know trying to get everything in order. But I think he should have done it in a more ruthless way, get control, and then have Phoenix Chan take out people that don't want to listen. When he tried to make a deal with them, like the other bosses, hey, uh, just stay out of the way and promise me you won't take sides and then let me do the work. I'm like, what? I mean, first of all, I'm taking over. I'm the boss. Here's the terms. You don't like it? Um, I'm gonna dump you in this pit with the rancor. It's that simple, because that's the way Jabba would have handled it. And it's one of those things where, like, I'm not saying he has to be like that, but he should have had a strong hand. He's Boba Fett, and he's acting like 
again, I'm the monk from Kung Fu. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on here. Well, like, like I get that. The, the, like, this, uh, this is the one thing I, I feel like that kind of bothers me a lot about the series. It's just like, okay, I get Mando, right? Mando was like, hey, yeah. let's make a let's make a western, yeah. but make it Star Wars. And that, to me, that's what Mandalorian is, straight up, like Kung Fu western, like yes, like and and, I, and I'm here for it. I'm like, oh, dude, that that's just so dope. And especially after two seasons, we've technically I spend more time with Din Jaren Mandalorian than we have ever with Boba Fett in all the movies combined. Yeah. So like, I, I get why we we would have more of a connection with it. But like this guy has a bigger legacy than that, so I would think that the show would do better. And then I just don't see him as, you know, a samurai. I don't see him like an Akira Kurosawa character, where like, hey, yo, you're supposed to do this. It's like, no, no, no. Like, he's supposed to be ruthless. Like, like Kate Bane, right? Kate Bane's a tight character. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like, I mean, he he's he he was been dope since you know Clone Wars. That dude. That that was one of the the late things that Dave Filoni put into the show, you know. I mean, all that yes. stuff was tight. So like, yes. it's cool to see him on the show. So I mean, that that, that that's awesome. But at the same time, also, it's just like they he him and Boba have a lot of have a lot of history. Like they barely even mentioned that on this show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, I agree with you. It, it, and and like that's one of the things they're like, oh, if you know, you know. And it's like, yeah, but. I just don't see new fans or, or people who were fans of the Mando seeing this and being like, so why should I care? Yeah, like there you go. if like the like the old school care the old school uh, fans like us, right? Like we look at it and we're not like super impressed by it. So like, who's this show for? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if you, if you can't find your audience, that's a problem right there. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, find yeah. Who you're reaching out to? But let me just say one more thing, we'll, and, and, and just get your opinion of this. And, and this is as a as a fellow nerd, but also as a man. Uh, Ming Na Wen. I remember her being Chung Lee back on the old Street Fighter movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. Horrible train wreck that it was. Uh, she is fifty eight years old, and she is still fine. I don't know what it is. No, whatever supplement. <laughs> <laughs> whatever 100%. supplement she's taking. Whatever you know, her diet is or whatever. Uh, kudos to you, Ming Na Wen. You are still fine after all these years. I just wanted to say that because I'm looking at the show. I'm like, wow, she's gorgeous still. I mean, what? I mean, she just—it doesn't age. I mean, it's incredible. So, anyway, I digress, but I had to say it because she's, I was like, wow, we have to talk about her. she's such like a badass ninja in the show too. Yeah, like, like till even the, the very last episode, she goes the hardest. Yes. <laughs> that was like the best part when she goes in there, like because she keeps saying she's an assassin. And we get to see the assassins. Like, okay, those guys didn't stand a chance. I mean, when she broke yeah. the mayor's neck, you know, when she put that thing and, and breaks the mayor's neck. I mean, that was just, oh man, was that like, was yes, like, uh, yes. I was like, uh, I was like, oh okay, and here this is where they're gonna give us hopes of a season two. Oh no, 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 but just Phoenix Shan being a badass again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm yeah, exactly, like, exactly. And the ending was kind of like, okay, yeah, we don't feel like we're gonna do this, but I was reading about it that they. You know, it's they really don't see a season two, possibly, and it's like, you know, it's it's a shame. I think they could have uh, give us a better ending on that. I mean, we do get to see um, Marshall. Uh, what's it? Cobb Cobb Vanth. He, he's in yeah, the so uh, the uh, chamber. The back of the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it looks like he's going to get modded. So it's like, okay, man, maybe he's getting his own show. Who knows? But uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it could have been better. But And uh, you and I, before we got on the podcast, we started talking about a few things we watched. I know you're not totally caught up, but give me your thoughts on... Uh, I really enjoying it. Uh, what do you think about Peacemaker? Oh, okay, okay. I, I have thoughts about this, too. I love this show, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it is so, awesome, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go back a little bit and talk about Suicide Squad. So, I love Suicide Like, I, I grew up reading comics. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a dumb comic nerd, but... Yeah, uh, I was always been more so a Marvel guy than a DC guy. But one of the, my favorite things on DC were always Batman and Suicide Squad. Like I stuck to it so badly. Like I just really like Suicide Squad. I, like I just like the fact that they were like thirty villains that were forced to do it. Where like Thunderbolts and Marvel is kind of the same thing, but it, to me, Suicide Squad where was that? So when they came out with a movie, I was I was super hyped about it because just I, the I, name, dude. Just the name. I mean. Badass. Yes. Suicide yeah, then, Squad. I mean. Yeah. And so <laughs> the first one comes out and it's such a bummer because it's so bad. Oh, and then, yeah. then they get James Gunn, you know, our Lord and Savior. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. I, I like, love them since I've seen, uh, the first time I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, this is the best Marvel movie I've ever seen, to be honest with you. I just fell in love. It, like, it reminded me of Star Wars when I first saw Star Wars, which is like, what I love this is incredible. So much. What, what I love about that movie so much is just that, you know, when Avengers came out, they had like, you know, what, like 10 movies before Avengers came out, the first one? Yeah. Something like that. And so you had all this time of all these characters you spent time with. That, you know, building these characters. So when you buy Family Get Avengers, you, you you care about this group of uh, characters. Yeah. James Gunn did that in one movie. In one movie. <laughs> you fell in love with, uh, you know, Rocket Raccoon. You fell in love with, uh, you know, of course, Gamora, the, the struggle with her father, and then uh, Peter Quill. And he's, not, he's an imperfect hero. I mean, Drax. I mean, just so good. Baby Groot. Well, Groot and then Baby Groot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mean, just incredible. And then now Nebula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They incorporated Nebula into it. The second one was good too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 So like, it was so yeah, good, man. So when they said that they were gonna have James Gunn redo the Suicide Squad, and it's not really a redo, right? It's they just kind of just don't acknowledge it, even though there's some things they talk about, but not a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, so like when I was like when they when they said that he was gonna do, it, I was like, oh, it's in good hands. I already knew. I like I already knew it was good hands. And boy, when I saw this movie, I like I told everyone, you need to go watch it. It's good. <laughs> like, it's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> like the first five minutes of that movie tells you exactly <laughs> what this movie, what you're in store for, and it did yeah. not disappoint. Yeah. Um, and so when I found out that they were gonna do an HBO Max show, I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" It's like, are they gonna give Idris Elba a show? Like, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. The last person I would have thought they were gonna give it to would be John Cena in Peacemaker. Yeah, and I'm glad yeah. they did. <laughs> yes, I, I was shocked to be honest with you. I, I was I was telling a couple of people on the podcast, I was like, oh, "How how is John Cena so good? In it? Why does he not have more stuff? Because he's incredible in this." But a lot of it is James Gunn, you know. I, you know, kudos to him, and, and it's a good acting and everything like that. And it's a great cast. And, I, and the one quick thing about Suicide Squad, the second one, the the redo, the part do, as the Hot Shots would say, um, yeah, 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 part do, um, is I love the part where it's him and uh, what's it? Is it Deadshot or what are they? Is that what they call him on there? Yeah, who's the guy that's uh, uh, Idris Elba's character? Remember when the, it's oh, him and Peacemaker? 
Yeah, I think yeah. it's dead shot. I could be wrong, but when they're both matching shots, when he's shooting this, oh, that he shoots part is, that. Yeah, that part's hilarious. Oh <laughs> man, it's so good. The way he just casually stabs the guy with that axe, like, and he just keeps walking. I thought, what the? Did I just had to re- had to rewind that? I was like, did he just? I mean, it was just effort, nonchalant murders the guy. And I thought, oh man, this is so violent, but so good. But uh, yeah, that's how this that's how this show is. This peacemaker's like that. It's like. It's so violent, but it's so good. And one of my favorite characters on there, maybe you'll agree, I love Vigilante. He's just... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> he is nuts, yeah. man. He is nuts, man. And those ugly glasses, like, from the 80s, it's just perfect the way they did him. Like, he's a, he's kind of a nerd himself, but he's a deadly nerd. And uh, he just does not care, man. He's just crazy. And I just love his character, man. I just really... But it's a great yeah. show. Like it, it's so crazy it's, when you watch the Suicide Squad, like mm-hmm. you, you immediately get a feel for John Cena's character. Like, oh, okay, I get it. He's a psychopathic Captain America. Like, yeah, th- there th- you go. Th- 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 that's <laughs> what this guy is. Like, whatever. And then when you watch the show, it's like they took that and turned it to eleven. <laughs> yeah, it goes to and eleven. Like, Everybody yeah. else is the ten. It goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Man, real quick, I told a friend of mine that story one time. He had never seen the, uh, what is it, uh, Spinal Tap. And Spinal I, Tap? Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, I said, he goes, yeah, I'm telling them the scene. And he goes, well, what are you talking about? I said, oh, yeah. He tells them that it goes to 11, Elsa. And, it's, and they're like, well, why don't you just have them turn down to nine and you could be at 10. And he looks at them as a pause and he goes, but this one goes to 11. <laughs> Our friend busted out laughing because I got to watch this movie. But yeah, man, that's like a, a it's such a cool cool movie and the fact that you reference it i'm going to put a few more nerd points on your uh, uh bio I'm, I'm i'm listing everything you have so many checks for all the things that you said there is one x because of the boba fett jacket so we're not sure on that one they may have to disqualify you but you're starting to write the scale so we'll see by the way i want you to on your instagram you have got to take a picture of that boba fett jacket uh if you don't want to wear it, that's fine because I, I, maybe that's not a good idea. But take a picture of the jacket <laughs> itself. Definitely let us see it because I like to see that thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I picked it up at the Galleria one year. It was yeah. like in the clearance rack, and I was like, "Why is this there here?" You go. And hey, I was like, "I'm yeah. gonna pick it up." I, I got it for like twenty bucks, and I, like, yeah, I still rock it. <laughs> hey, there you go. Do your thing. Do oh. your thing. But uh yeah, so getting back to Peacemaker, man, what do you uh so you 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 say you feel the same way about Vigilante? I mean he's just crazy, right? I mean he's an awesome character. What what, what I just think is it's so interesting is just and, and obviously that, that this show's written really well, right? Yeah. But like it, it so it, it's it <laughs> um we talk a lot about hip hop on my show, like just because that's what we're into. And like yeah. it just reminds me of like where a rapper comes out and you're like, oh, that's the crazy one in the group. And then they bring out a group. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, no, but this is the crazy one in the already crazy group. And like, <laughs> you know, so like, you, you'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you hear like Wu Tang, you're like, oh, hey, that's Method Man. Method Man's crazy. But have you heard ODB? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's another level. Another like, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Vigilante's like that. It's like, hey, Peacemaker's crazy, right? Now he's so wild. Like, but do you know about Vigilante? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. And yeah, the fact that awesome. like the fact that like they put it like he, I don't know like like 
he, he's definitely homicidal, but like he puts a smile on your face. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely it keeps it light. It's the character. It's a James Gunn formula of having some comedy in there. There's always a that kind of a ridiculous character. Then there's the serious one. So this one, the serious one, is like Harcourt. You know, she's the trying to keep everybody together. The the, the hot blonde. She's trying to keep everybody together on the up and up. And then the main uh, boss guy that's with them. The how far? How many episodes are you in? Do you do you know um, about the boss guy or what? Yeah, what the, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I think I'm in episode six. Guys. Okay, so, okay. Me, so you're almost there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So oh, he's a he's a butterfly. Here and Spoiler there. alert, everybody! Spoiler alert! He's a butterfly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so I, I'm but, really loving the show. Like yeah, to me, it's man. one of the one of the. Uh, it's one of the things I least expected for me to like. Like I, I was like, I will see what happens with this because I'm just I'm curious. Just different things HBO Max puts out, right? Like we just. I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like some of the other streaming services are kind of necessary viewing. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, w- w- you know, you have Disney Plus, you have all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, I have to watch all the Marvel stuff. Oh, Star Wars, I gotta watch all the Star Wars. Oh, this random show on Netflix. Yeah, I gotta watch that. You know, like different <laughs> stuff like that. You know, but like HBO Max, honestly, I didn't really have the need for it. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten it because of you know, my my uh, cell phone carrier, but <laughs> I'm glad that I did hey. because I get to watch that show. It's nice. Yeah, hey, yeah have it's, you, it's a great. Have you seen Have you seen the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon? Uh, I don't think I've seen. It. I guess that's the newer one, right? I haven't seen that. I don't think. Yeah, go uh, watch that. If you like Peacemaker, that there's an animated Harley Quinn cartoon, totally okay. for adults. Curses yeah. way too much, but it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I love her character. Really I've loved her since uh, back in the old Batman animated series, man. I mean, everybody yeah, loves yeah. Harley Quinn. And, uh, of course, the best Joker ever, Mark Hamill with there. And it's just, uh, oh, just yeah, uh, yeah, one of the most iconic uh, cartoons, man. That one in Superman. I'm a big... You talked about Marvel and DC. I know you prefer Marvel. I've always... I love them both, but I've always probably leaned a bit more towards DC because I'm a, I know this is a total nerd thing. This might be worse than your Boba Fett thing, but I'm a big Superman nut. And I've always liked Superman ever since I was a little kid. And probably because yeah, uh, we one of the you. best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably one of the first movies I ever saw as a kid, like where I just really, really loved it was the Superman movie. And and I think uh, just just stuck with me. Christopher Reeves' performance. And it's like, I just, Superman was it. Now I love Batman too, don't get me wrong, but. I think that's just kind of one of those things where since I'm a kid, that's been my hero. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love like the Smallville series that they did. Um, the Superman Lois show that's on right now is not too bad. Uh, but, you know, I know he's the Boy Scout and the stupid kryptonite stuff, kryptonite bullets, kryptonite ring, kryptonite this, kryptonite kind of gets old. But um, I think they overdo it with the Lex Luthor. I think we need to see more stories of like... Uh, Dark side, of course, they've done that, but we don't see enough Brainiac, maybe and things like that in the movies. They haven't really shown stuff like that, so it kind of waters down him, uh, his uh, uh, stories and stuff like that. But whereas Batman, you know, you have the Joker, but then they show different guys too. And, and I think those are some of the best to me, uh, and maybe you agree, the best uh, villains that I've ever seen is probably Batman. His villains are just the best. I mean, just like, he's like got to so many. Me, yeah, like to me, and, and I guess internet and pop culture agree with me that the only person who has a better rogues, has second best rogues gallery would be Spider Man. 
because mm-hmm. I think yeah. they're they're so iconic. But yes, um, yeah, I, I think Batman's for sure. Uh, you know, I I always respect Superman. Like uh, there's certain things onto it. I've always always been a more Batman guy. That's just me. But that, I guess like, I love Marvel so much, and like to me, Marvel characters seem more grounded. But like, yeah. but not to not not to diss DC. It's just that. When I think of DC characters, I think they're like they're more, they're stronger in a weird way. I yeah. don't know why that, that that's in my head, but like I, I don't know. Like I just feel like they're like pantheon gods. You know what I mean? Like they're like just <laughs> yeah. Like it, like the truth. Like they're just like they just seem, you know, so much. Uh, I, I I guess they're just so much more powerful. I guess, and then like I mean, straight up, Batman has a god complex. I mean, yeah, straight up. <laughs> that's <what this> <laughs> You know, whereas like, you know, characters like Daredevil or Spider-Man even, th- these guys have like, you know, trauma and, you know, neuroses, you know, yeah. like psychological things. Whereas like, it just feels like the other ones that, that it, it just seems so much on a, on a grander scale. Um, you know, th- there's so many uh, Superman character or Superman stories that I like. Like Superman doesn't have to be my favorite character. But he certainly has some really good like comic books out there that I, I would suggest for people oh, that I yeah. think are awesome. Definitely, and, there's uh, there's a the ones where he was out. I don't know if you've read this series where he's out in space, and that's how they introduce uh, Mongol and and all these other things because he's what's happened in the storyline is that he uh, this is over lots of comics, but it's a real cool storyline. He gets uh, sent to an alternate world by Lex Luthor, who's a good guy there. He's got the long mm. beard, red beard, and red mane. And oh yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, he he has to, you know, the super villains have killed everyone, so he has to, you know, be the executioner and kill them because they're going to get to Earth and be able to stop them. And he's so traumatized by that that he ends up leaving Earth because of some stuff that happened. You know, not to, to kind of give you the, the short version too late, but uh, he ends up uh, in space and being like a gladiator and all this stuff. It's one of the best storylines. It's just really, really good. And uh, they've taken a few things from that and, and added to the cartoons like Mongol and things like that. But uh, that was to me one of the best uh, storylines. But there's been some good ones and like Captain America. Uh, there's a storyline on there that uh, about him being on this island and trying to infiltrate like the bad guys. And I think it had um, uh, Baron Zemo in it, and it had a. It was just a real good storyline. Man, people don't know how well these are written. There's some good Spider-Man has had some of the best writing. Uh, Batman, you know, of course, Superman. There's just been so much good stuff, you know. Um, well, that, that that's why I always tell people like who don't read comics or like who don't like. I always try to relate it to other real world issues. Like my favorite Marvel comic, hands down, is just X Men. I love X. Yeah, I love X Men more than I yeah. love Avengers. And yeah. like when I started telling people to like, hey, you ever look at X Men? Like. It was written by Stanley when he first came out, and he was in the, he he was a Jewish man that came, you know, immigrated over here just like a lot of people did from Ellis Island. He wanted to stand up for civil liberties. Back in the day, what it was nothing but you know, mostly pejorative white folks. And mm-hmm. so, what did he he needed to sell something, like so he made X Men. And who agrees with more being outlandish and weird than anything teenagers? You know, yeah. and then if you look at the caricatures of, of Xavier and, and uh, Magneto, they're, they're flip sides of the same coin, just mm-hmm. like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so, like, when you start taking the comic books 
and you start taking world world real world issues, you start looking at them from that, that kind of concept. It changes people's view about it, and, and I, I like I was like, yeah, it's more than just people fighting. You know, people are like, oh, these these guys are having giant egos. You know, you know, it, it's a measuring contest. It's, it, you can insert that word there, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just, that, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, there's a lot more levels to it, and there's a lot of good stories. And I and I think that uh, the good Superman stories deal with those kind of issues. It's specifically mm-hmm. speaking on a man who, for all intents and purposes, is supposed to be the strongest man in the world, right? Yeah. And but yet there's they, they give him they write him down with so many grounded things. Um, you're talking about and, and, and I know that's an older series. You're talking about one of my, I guess it's still kind of older. It's early two thousands. Uh, was a uh, Superman birthright. I don't know if you ever read that. It's it's a retelling of Superman, uh, his origin stories, but it's just you know modern artists and stuff. And it, yeah. it's really yeah. good. It's it's yeah. really good. It's it, it tells you. It, it talks about what the symbol means. It talks about how. The uh, it talks about you know politics on Krypton before he moved over here. You know it, it talks it, it talks about a lot of the stuff about how he has a different family on there. It, you know it speaks about family. Like it's a really good series. Yeah, um, that's the best type as, of stuff though. The writing is when the writing is so deep like that. You know it's no longer just a, a cartoonish character. These are like you say real people that you can relate to, even though they're yeah it transcends right yeah yeah. It really yeah. Does. And, and I tell you one I, thing about the X Men, like getting back to that, is when you talked about the DC being like the the pantheon gods, when they're they they seem like this perfect type of people. You don't ever see, for example, Logan, Berserker Rage. You can never see that with with that with those characters. Yeah, they get angry, but homicidal type anger that you'll kill anybody in your sight, like Wolverine when he loses control. Uh, you can kind of really kind of relate to that because I been stuck in traffic here in Houston and I could feel some <laughs> berserker rage coming over me when there's some idiots on the road I'm like if I had claws I think I'd pop my claws and at least puncture those tires because they don't need to be on the road but yeah I can definitely relate to those characters man yeah like uh, there's just so many different you know uh, different characters that you know uh, Marvel puts out like uh, like for instance if you read Punisher's actual backstory, like it's a tragedy. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it, it's it's a sad thing, and uh, whereas like you, uh, you well, one of you know Joker's supposed origins, but like yeah. Well, first of all, there's a mystique about where he comes from, but like it, it's all kind of like playful, you know? It's yeah. kind of like and and and, that, and that's purposeful. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But like you hear Frank Castle's story, and you're like, "This is just earth shattering." Oh man, you know that's one of my my. You know, it's it's you would see think it's kind of funny, but number one favorite hero is Superman. Probably number two is Frank Castle, the Punisher. And there it's you like, go. You know, see? Yeah, I just love I just love that because, dude, I used to read the the Punisher War Journal. War like, Journal. They were like the yes. big magazine ones. They were like black yeah. and white. I don't know if you remember those, and um, they had uh, just so many things that. Uh, Punisher War Zone, War Journal, just regular Punisher, and then they had—I don't know if you ever read Punisher twenty ninety nine—that was still pretty good. Yeah, and, that was. Uh, yeah, I read. I read all of those. Um, my brother uh, yeah. was a big collector. Oh yeah, so, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I think they had yeah, Nomad twenty ninety nine. Doom. Uh, Doom twenty ninety nine. Doom twenty ninety nine. Yeah. So I brought that up in one of the podcasts, and I was like, "You, you guys have not probably don't know about those." Uh, definitely good look, and I know they talked about bringing 
I don't know if they have them on the video game or not. This was a few years ago. Weren't they going to put the 2099 Spider-Man in the Spider-Man game? I don't know if they did do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they have the costume and stuff. Yeah, so they got Yeah, that. there you go. So, yeah, it, it, yeah it, it's super cool. And, and the thing about mm-hmm. it, the, the, what I thought was really neat is just that anything that Marvel does, DC goes and does it, but they do it with animated or they'll go do something to, like, Marvel did, like, 2099 and all those series, like, a decade way before, you know, Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. It's But they didn't do anything with that. They didn't do anything with that until, like, recently, you know, with mm-hmm. Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse and all that. But, oh. like, Batman Beyond was amazing. Oh, and so, like, man. D- incredible. D- D- yeah, DC saw worth in it. And it's just so crazy that, like, Marvel always has good ideas. And I just think that they they didn't spin on them so quickly. I, I think that's why I just find it so crazy how MCU does really good movies. And and, and the crazy thing is, they're they're all different types of genres. You know, like I mean, Ant Man, it's a heist film. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, uh, Shang Chi, it's literally a kung fu movie. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's a kung fu movie like Crouching Tiger. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like they take different genre films and make it into superheroes, and it's just like uh, to be fair, I, I really like it. And I, I know I sound like I'm, I'm riding DC a lot, but I really, really love the Avengers, I love the Marvel Universe. I'm sorry, but Justice League should be better. <laughs> Justice League needs no. to be better than yeah, the well, Avengers movie. Did <laughs> like, you, you watch the Zack Snyder one, the black and white? Oh, one. heck yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. It's a lot better. There's some things that could have still done better, right? But I mean, it was yeah, better yeah. than, uh, than the other one, the Josh Wheaton. That, oh, that yeah. One. Yeah, definitely better. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's something about that. It just seems like... Um, you know, getting back to DC and, and the Marvel as far as the comics, and I brought this up on one of my podcasts, I was saying, it looks like when it comes to animated, and you just said it right now, the animated movies that you've seen, like on HBO Max and things like that, DC has got it down, you know, hands down. Oh, they, yeah, they're, they're, totally. the, they're the winner. It's not even close. And then if you look at the TV shows, you know, Flash has its problems, but it's got some good episodes. Smallville was a long series. Arrow was a long series. They've had some missteps here and there, but for the most part, they've had success. You don't see too much of that with Marvel. Marvel doesn't really have the TV thing down, but they do have the movie thing down because DC, other than back in the day with maybe the first Superman, Christopher Reeve, and of course, Batman with uh, uh, Mr. Mom, um, Michael Keaton, um, then that's kind of where you kind of saw them as the more dominant ones. But now movie-wise, it's hands down, Marvel's more powerful. But a TV and cartoons and animated whatever, they've got definitely it's going to be DC. So everybody, they kind of got their thing. Uh, there's exceptions here and there. Of course, we love the Spider-Man cartoon. We love the X-Men cartoon. But they they, they were not like what you see now with the, with the DC stuff. They were not Batman animated series, Superman animated series, all these movies that are out right now. Like you talked about the Harley Quinn one. They're the guys that are the masters at that. They just, they've got that down. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember coming home from school and watching yes. Batman animated series. And oh yeah, I, I watched episodes not too long ago, and they still hold up. They still hold they're up great. Really well. Like, like that art style, it it, it it doesn't have a specific time or place. It looks yeah, like it's early thirties, but it may be yeah. early, or later than that. And like, if you watch Superman, down. 
Yeah, yes, they were Superman, exactly. more like futuristic type, but not really. It was weird the way they drew that. It was really cool because in Metropolis yeah. it was supposed to be like futuristic, and then you went to Gotham, it was like the forties, but with modern yeah. stuff too. So it was real crazy uh, how, they, how they drew that. Let me give you two episodes, and I think you've probably seen them from Superman animated series. One of my favorite ones is where Superman is dressed up as Batman. You remember that episode? I do remember goes, that episode. Yeah. He goes against Bane <laughs> and totally whoops Bane's butt. And Bane's like, "What is going on here?" And, and it was a trap that if Batman had really been there, man, he would have been had his hands full because he was. It was like the Riddler, Mad Hatter, uh, and it had, of course, Bane in there. And it was just, you know, it had been too much maybe. But and he's like, "I got a new Venom formula. I'm even stronger than ever." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, not not against Superman." So that was a great one. And then on Batman, the one that sticks out to me, one of the most, to me, just a real cool episode, where where Robin befriends a little girl. And she's trying to get away from somebody, and it's a piece of Clayface. You remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. Too. It is yeah, so yeah. good because you're like, it's because it had you kind of wondering what's going on. Something's not right about her, and you kind of start kind of figuring it out a little bit, and then you're like, oh my god, she's she had her own awareness. She was conscious of her own uh, like her own person for a while, and it wasn't even real. It just was crazy. It, I like stuff like that where. You're, It's almost like your M Night Shyamalan, you know, uh, type of thing. Where like,、uh, wow, I didn't see that coming. You know, I just thought those two for me stick out. Is there one, one or two that you want to mention that you're just like, man, this yeah, is definitely.、Hair. So like, in, in TV in general, right? I, yeah. I'm not trying. I'm going off a little tangent, but I'll come right back. I, I like episodes that are just so not traditional part of the norm. Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, they, they would be like, "Hey, we have a storyline going on through this entire season," and then all of a sudden they do like a one-off episode, and it's kind of strange.、Mm-hmm. I always like those one-off episodes. What、oh, I liked、okay. about the Batman, they did this constantly, and one of my favorite episodes is the one where I believe it's Joker, Scarecrow, and maybe Riddler, maybe、mm-hmm. or is it a、uh, Killer Croc? They're playing cards. <laughs> and the entire episode, and it's it's not even focused on Batman. It's focused on them, and and each and they are all talking about a time where they almost got Batman, and、oh. so they t- they tell a story about how they almost got him,、uh, you know. So like, there's three different vignettes or whatever, and then each time they tell their story, it, it, it's like a third person, you know, unliable narrator. <laughs> and they change art, they change art styles each time, and、oh, it's super wow, cool.、Okay. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go back and, and watch su- that one. Yeah, yeah, and, they, and so like they go in there, and then of course at the end they show Batman, and like you know he busts them for whatever reason or like whatnot. But it's really <laughs> neat episode. I, I really like that one. Yeah.、Um, another episode I, I really 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 liked is、uh, any of the ones that had to do with Batman and him being like a martial artist. Because like I always thought that was cool, and then there was、yeah. one where, where、uh, called the Red Tiger, and he had to fight the the girl in the army, and like it was one of the first times I ever saw Batman like on the train. Oh wow! <laughs> and okay, like yeah. yeah, yeah. So like he's fighting all these dudes, like in the old kung fu fight on top of a train. I just thought it was super dope.、Um, and、oh. then shout out to the Great Ghost episode. I don't know. If oh yeah, that one. Yes, that was a great one. Yes. Yeah, the Great Ghost episode where like he he has his famous superhero.、Yes. So like it's such a that, that was、episode. his hero. Yeah. Yeah, 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 such a meta episode, but it's so good. Oh, yeah, oh by the way,、definitely. that guy's voice boy,、uh, you know,、um, oh god, what's the guy's name? The guy who played、uh, Batman in the original '96 series. Oh, Adam, Adam West. West. 
yeah, the guy's voiced by Adam West. So like, you know, yeah, it's, that's it's so that good. little, yeah, yeah, yeah so that, <laughs> little you know, nugget like, for us. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's really with, cool with some like, sweet and sour sauce. Hold on, you know, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> but a uh, couple of things on that. I'm thinking on that vein. As far as animated movies, you mentioned it with Batman Beyond. One of the best animated I've seen is Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. So good. Which is yeah, yeah. fantastic movie, and of course we get Mark Hamill as the Joker. Uh, it was just such a. I just saw that like two weeks ago. Uh, I, I've seen it before, but I was like, oh man, let me watch this because I've been a, little, a good minute since I've seen this, and it was just as good. It's, it holds up. And the second one, I don't know if you're familiar with the Batman series, which I like that series also. They different art style, different things, but I'm not a hater. I you know to people, I don't watch anything but that other one. Man, come on there's different stuff to watch as far as cartoons and stuff like that but I like that series but Batman versus Dracula from the Batman versus Dracula if you haven't seen that it is incredible it's very very good yeah yeah I did watch that because that, that one's cool yeah I, I've seen that uh, I, I to me that one reminded me like how they had different versions of Spider-Man yeah so, like they had the Spider-Man animated series right mm-hmm. and then they had Spectacular Spider-Man like yeah. you know and then they, they had uh what was it uh uncanny no uh spider-man amazing yeah there you go amazing spider-man yeah yes they've had so many man like the comic books you go buy the comic books it's yeah like, i remember being a kid and my grandpa i'd go you know i go visit him and uh out of town and stuff and and so he'd say okay here's some money i go to like walden books or b dalton books and i don't even know if they have those anymore but he gave me so much money and it's like okay i'm gonna buy some spider-man comic books i'm gonna buy two or three of them but then it's Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man 2099. But there's like seven or eight or ten Spider-Mans. I'm like, man, I can't. You know, you're trying to keep up. And, they'll, and they're real slick how they do it. The story will be interwoven between all the different comics. And you're like, uh, there's no way I can keep up with this. You just do the best you can. I mean, that's why graphic novels are great because you get to see the whole story together. And uh, now that we're adults, we're like, okay, we can't be buying every single comic, but at least we'll wait for the book to come out, and we'll and yeah, look at it this yeah. way. <laughs> kind of a lazy yeah, way yeah. to do it. Hey. Yeah, you're not gonna think about buying buy any comics anymore. Like, yeah. It's hard to keep up from week to week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Walking right. Dead, I was like, somebody told me Walking Dead. Uh, you know, get this one, get that. Look, I'm waiting, and then now they've got the big book where you can buy, you yeah. know, the graphic novels. I'm like, okay, yeah, that to me makes more sense. But uh, yeah, so is there real quick? Uh, a couple of animated films maybe and I know I brought up a couple so Turnabout's Fair Play man what do you what do you got as far as animated films that you think are really good I know you mentioned the Harley Quinn one right That's is that actual full length oh, well, uh, well, no 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 it's a it's an animated series so it's the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO Max huh. really cool okay oh, okay it's yeah, like series. I said okay. it, it's yeah it's, it's, it's made for adults don't let your kids watch it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, it's really funny but uh, as far as movies man that, like I feel like that, that kind of knock it on top I have to mention the Into the Spider Verse. I think I, I, I talk about this. I, oh, I yes. If anybody, anybody here talks to me, very good. Um, everyone who says, "Hey Trey," uh, well, especially Spider Man Part Three again, which was the, the highs are really good. I don't want to talk bad about it because I thought it was really good. That, that Into the Spider Verse. That's just like a love letter to Spider Man. Like go go watch it. Like it's so good. Like it, it talks about. Why, why that character is so attached to it, how anybody can see themselves into it, and then they do that in the lens of Miles Morales. You know, like, so story-wise, it's good, but then, like, the soundtrack's really good. 
Mm. The, the way it looks, like, oh my yeah. god. This, I was about this to say movie the, in the, 4K. The visuals, yeah. it's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, this movie in 4K looks just so amazing. Um, and I always like yeah. stories where the guy's kind of washed up and he's just like giving up. And that's how you see Spider Man. Yeah, like, he's got the belly, he's got, uh, he's kind of sad sack, but he's got a chance to help out this young Spider Man. And it's great, man. I, I like stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do too, actually. Uh, I, I like a lot of stuff like that where it's just like downtrodden and, and it's so crazy, you know, like, um, they, they give a lot of the villains, you know, uh, they give them a character. They don't, they don't, it's not a one note. He's just evil because he's evil. You know, yeah. they give you, a, there's a lot of different motivations for different people. Um, I mean, his uncle, spoiler alert, I guess if you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> his, 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 <laughs> uncle, his uncle is a, is, is a bad guy. And yeah. you see that ta- tax scene on Miles. You know, yeah. especially when on there, and then like it's a really, you know, Philly moment in the movie. You're like, oh, oh wow, yeah. that 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 had a lot of weight, and um, it, it's so crazy to me. You feel that? Yeah, uh, it cuts deep. It cuts you like because you're you feel so attached to the character, and you're like, it felt like you were betrayed. Like what? You know, it's one yeah, thing to be yeah. betrayed. You know, these comics do that, or cartoons, or movies do that, where you know your friend betrays you, maybe even your best friend, but. A family member, an uncle in this case, you're like, oh my gosh, that's like another level of betrayal. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Exactly. 